0: How do you think it's going on set?
1: Of Hobbs and Shaw 2? No. No. Of Fast <laughs> 10?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do we have any new information to work on? No. Nope. Yeah. The dude's Instagram has gone dark. That's bad. That's a bad Yeah, sign. it's bad. After a <laughs> frantic few weeks of basically holding all the other cast members hostage on his Instagram feed, uh-huh. Vin Diesel's has seemingly gone very, very, very dark. Oof. I am sure someone at Universal was like, hey, Vin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure this is helping. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Oh, he did post something with, um, what's his name? Ed Sheeran.
1: Ah, uh, interesting. When was this?
0: June 28th, about a week ago. <laughs> He's hanging out with um, Ed.
1: If you guys have had enough um, underground reggaeton, um, <laughs> <laughs> feast your ears on the newest feature singer for the Fast
0: X mythology. At you, I mean, Sharon laying a track would be good. I bet he saw the new Top Gun movie and was like, mm-hmm. this is what we need. We need – no, like Lee, Lady Gaga wrote an original song for that movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he was like, this is what we need. Yeah. Like we need an original song from a creative songwriter. You know, like bring back the original song. We're going to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, No. I don't think Sheeran's like the vibe
1: It's an unexpected vibe I I mean I do kind of like Ed Sheeran In a weird twist of events I yeah. do find his music extremely And so Catch does it. everybody else Catchy.
0: Yes. Yeah I totally agree The thing I can't deal with Is that one mu- the, My whole perception of Sheeran has been skewed mm-hmm. By that one music video Where he's like a boxer Uh-huh. And like this woman is in the video, this extremely probably nice professional model music video person mm-hmm. is so horny for Sheeran. She's like <laughs> chasing him all over. I'm like, you can't convince me that she- this- Sheeran's the guy for you. Like I'm just not, like, I love you Sheeran, my man. Yeah. You're very, you're very handsome guy just saying like your vibe and energy is not meshing with this scenario right now Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. he's like supposed to be like dripping and ripped and like a box it's like i don't know man you're Uh a sweet boy you know what i mean Like you got sweet boy energy i think you should embrace it i can't deal with what so all i think of when i think of eric shuren is that
1: yeah you're no uh you're no james franco fighting tyrese gibson in annapolis
0: okay (laughs) right right or yeah or some other less problematic honkster. you Uh know what i mean uh good old jake gyllenhaal southpaw yeah or didn't miles teller do a boxing movie that nobody saw i think he did Mm, maybe yeah i'm pretty sure uh god did anybody see southpaw either though I don't think, I think so. I think I watched
1: it in theater
0: as a teenager. Did you really?
1: Yeah. I thought it we was a thing that I wanted to go and do. And I paid money
0: for it. We were definitely older than that. Mm. though. Okay, remember. so Miles Teller did do a boxing movie called Bleed for This okay. in 2016, which I'm going to say negative four people saw. Mm-hmm. Um and then Southpaw, 2015. So we were 26. Okay. I definitely saw that in the movie theater. Okay. It's a harrowing story about a man overcoming his left-handedness. <laughs> no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, review... Two-second review of Southpaw of the the 2005 Jake Gyllenhaal movie. How is it? Uh, Not memorable, honestly. I remember boxing.
1: That's it. Boxing and a haircut.
0: Who's the girl in that? Is it McAdams? No clue. Hmm. I love Rachel. She has the most underserved career of any actress I've ever seen, and she's so good. She just brings... She just brings it to everything she does, but she doesn't like over, she doesn't, she doesn't like, like overpopulate the movie. She doesn't try to like elbow her way through an in the frame. Inter- she like literally shows up. She's like, what do you need? I'm Rachel McAdams. Here I am. <laughs> like, what would you like? <laughs> like a sobby wife? No problem. I'm gonna bring mm-hmm. that for you, you know? <laughs> like a quizzical girlfriend? You got it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's it's such a bummer. She's been shifted. She she needs. I would love Rachel McAdams to like have a thing to do. Ever. Uh-huh.
1: Almost ever. Oh wait a minute. I saw her recently in something.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Was it that no new mov- Marvel movie? Did you see that? I think, uh, yes, that's the one. Yeah. Didn't was she like doing in that, that one? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> right? It, yeah. uh, her thing was supposed to be True Detective Season 2. That was, like, the big moment for McAdams, mm-hmm. which was, like, True Detective was the hit of all hits for HBO. Crazy series. Nick Pizzolatto coming out of left field, making this crazy show. He signs on season two. Let's do it. Everybody's like, who's it going to be? It's going to be a whole new anthology. It's going to be a whole new series. Who's it going to be? And like, bam, Vince Vaughn. What? (laughs) Rachel McAdams. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) And you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. sounds good. But then season two, nobody liked. So bummer for her. Should be so good. Maybe a little Fast X should be good. Ooh.
1: <laughs> you know? A little Ed Sheeran track in the background. <laughs> oh, Rachel McAdams.
0: <laughs> All these things sound good. All right, so this is No One Likes to do the Tuna Podcast, the world's <laughs> premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. My name is Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And uh, every week we watch a Fast and Furious movie. This week we watched Fate... No, we didn't watch Fate. We watched Hobbs and Shaw. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, feels a lot like Fate of the Furious in many respects. Mm-hmm. Especially with how much The Rock takes over this movie and the direction of this franchise. The Helen Mirren vibe. Though I will say this watch through of Hobbs and Shaw. Helen Mirren continues to be a delight. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Um, I was trying to remember why. Why is she in jail? Did Hobbes put her there? Did she get caught up in something previous?
0: Mm. Cock Cockneyness, just being, <laughs> just general being <laughs> a Cockney. <laughs> That's a good question. Does she go to jail at the end of eight? No, we don't. She's like in a, the only time we really see her in eight is at the, at the bar. So now she's just in jail. I guess she's just in jail. Mm-hmm. She starts in jail. I mean, she's in jail. I don't, why? Because she, they were like, yeah, we can get Helen to Pinewood Studios in London for like one day on May 27th. It's like, can you have a set there for her? Okay, where mm-hmm. would Helen Mirren be? Worried? Oh, let's put her in jail. You don't have, you don't need a lot of dressing. You build like a couple cinder block walls. It's a cheap, cheap, easy way to, mm-hmm.
1: you know. She's there for her own entertainment and to bring together her uh, offspring.
0: Yeah, I really don't like the Keith Moon, Mick Jagger, framing device thing. They don't. Why not? They both under and overuse it, hmm. right? It's like it's way too in your face, and they're too sort of blunt in the setup. They're like lobbing a pitch to themselves to hit. You know what I mean? Um, so there's no subtlety there. But also, they only do it twice, which feels under like they're underserving it. <laughs> you right. know, like. Like no, you really need to do this three times so it actually is like feels good, <laughs> but they don't. Uh-huh. Um, not only do they only do it twice, but they only have two examples. So they do the Keith Moon and the Mick Jagger are the two examples. Like you need a third, you need a third one, mm-hmm. and then they do the make they do it the whole thing again, but it's just the Mick Jagger again, and you're like, oh, this is doubly unsatisfying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I don't like it at all. It really bothered me just watching. Yeah. Yeah. What are you? How was yours? What was yours?
1: Yeah. It was split across a few days. Um, Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Idris Elba not coming back. Oh, no. Right. And if there, I mean, if there is even another Hobbs and Shaw movie made, which it sounds no. like that's a no, right?
0: No. Yeah, it's yeah. a no at this point.
1: That's a big no because these two superstars here have nothing else to do, and without a like recurring bad guy, what are these two do? What are these two guys doing here?
0: No, totally. I mean, I, I get what they were trying to set up, but they did it, mm-hmm. They they just didn't do it with this, right? Like, The Rock is like. Guys, universal, like, sh- 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 no, sh- no, you don't understand. I'm in the red notice business now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making red notice, red notice, red notice, red notice, red notice. I got my thing. Like, yeah, I don't like. I'm not interested in this whatsoever. Right, um, and it's not like the fans are demanding it in some kind of way. Uh you know, or whatever. Hold on, I gotta turn off this fridge and this fucking sure. hotel room. Hold on. I mean I just keep it. Wrong. I'm not cutting this out of the pot. This is this is this is how the potato is cooked. Uh-huh. See me in my skivvies?
1: <laughs> um So yeah, I mean, no recurring bad guy, and even this movie was only loosely a Fast and the Furious movie. If you took
0: all the Fast and Furious out of this, honestly, maybe be better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it can't. It it wouldn't be worse, right? What is Fast and Furious about this movie?
1: I mean, besides the besides the lines, you've only got three car scenes, right? You've got the McLarens, you've got the Cyber Truck, and then you've got the um, kind of the, kind of the hot rod trucks in Samoa. Right, there are only three car yeah, scenes that's in it. this movie. Yeah. Well.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's like, okay, great. Other movies have car scenes. Besides his name being Luke Hobbs. Like, what is attaching this movie to the Fast and Furious franchise?
1: Right. His name is Luke Hobbs, and, like, it almost doesn't make sense. He goes back to Samoa, and even his mother. Why is he a Hobbs to begin with? What do you mean? You think he might, I don't know. Um,
0: You think he might have a... Some Samoan name? Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe. I mean, that's possible. I know a lots of dudes of Samoan descent who have maybe not traditionally Samoan sounding or Samoan language last names, but mm-hmm. um I don't know. I mean, why? But like, yeah, like you're saying, the harmlessness of this is is, is nothing. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Right. The only thing is Helen Mirren. Mm-hmm. I guess with both of them, I could just make a different movie, man. Like, just, you know, you can have all the same characters. You don't have to have Hobbes and Shaw. It could be like Bob's and claw like you know i mean like just do that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you don't just unburden yourself of the fast and furious franchise i mean i get the shitty thing is like the rock really won this you know where he 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 was like fine like this movie didn't hit universal was non-committal to a sequel this movie didn't hit in the way that Seven really had and eight had, you know. hmm Eight was a little less successful than seven, obviously. But seven was like – was like – made like $1.5 million. Billion. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh turns out having your co-star die during production is like a nice little bit of Um Anyway, so whatever. It like a little bit underperforms. They're non-committal about a sequel. And The Rock, you know, I guess I don't blame them. But it was like, fuck you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to forget your existing IP. I'm going to go make my own universe of, like, the reddest notice you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe in Red Notice too, we'll see a little um, Jason Statham pop up. <laughs> i'd say not be surprised honestly 50 50. (laughs) honestly
1: yeah all he has to do he just shows up with a mustache boom totally
0: new character oh my god that would be good (laughs) (laughs) that would be good that but that is also like a symptom of the sickness of hollywood at this moment right like that I can imagine, like, that's like the level I feel like these guys think about this shit. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll just change this around. That's the level of effort I need to put in to sort of crafting an original piece of storytelling. is like, oh, I'll grow a mustache. Mm-hmm. I'll just do the same thing because that's what people want and they want to buy, but I'll grow a mustache and do it.
1: And to think that, you know,
0: American
1: cinema, Hollywood, um, is you know It's supposed to be the The peak of movie making But if I think about International Movie stars in um, Like Chinese Movies like Bollywood That's what they do they just have a few Like humongous movie stars Yeah and they put them in Everything
0: yeah I mean that's what we've done From the beginning of time Mm -hmm. And you pop, you pop for five years, and then you're kind of done, right? And the guys and gals who really do it are the ones who have longevity. But, like, what is the substance of longevity? Mm -hmm. It's the uncrackable code. Because even Mr. Longevity himself, a man we love to talk about on this (laughs) (laughs) podcast— Who just celebrated his 60th birthday, Mr. Thomas Cruz, oh, yeah. had a huge fallow period in like the, you know, 2005 to 2012 to 13. You know, he had like six, seven, eight years there where people were like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. From the moment he stepped on Oprah's couch and people were like, the, the disrespect, <laughs> putting your dirty shoes all over a Oprah's couch. <laughs> um, yeah, really. Until Mission Impossible Four saves his career. Uh, which is not Rogue Nation. It is. Ghost for- Protocol. Ghost Pro. Ghost Pro is four, Rogue Nage is five. Yeah. So, you know, it's like I don't I don't have a I I lost the thread. I forgot what I was saying, basically. Mm. But longevity is hard, is the basic thing. You know?
1: Especially as an action hero, you know? Oh
0: like, yeah. Yeah, and uh
1: the longer you do it, like the more of a joke you become. You think of the um, 80s and 90s action heroes, everybody showed up in The Expendables
0: as their, yeah. um, you know. Literally, like, a parody of ourselves from yeah. 30 years ago. Totally, yeah. totally an incredible point. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm sure those guys at a certain point are like, no, we're, like, really doing, these movies are, like, serious. Like, some of them, but, like. You know, Mm -hmm. the studios are like, "Mm, no, (laughs) these are (laughs) funny. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, and the thing is, Cruz only has longevity because he's cracked this – he's selling us the product of, this man is 60 years old and he's still doing this wacko shit? Like (laughs) – You know, like most people's bodies break down and they cannot do the like action stuff that they used to. Liam Neeson is a great example of this. Mm -hmm. If you watch, go watch Taken 1 from 2010, nine or 10. Mm -hmm. And then go watch Liam Neeson's latest action film, Memory, uh, which came out three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. did you know there was like a liam neeson movie that dropped like three weeks ago
1: (laughs) no have not i think i missed the last like four
0: or five yeah i I check in yeah (laughs) i like to check in once in a while with liam i think the last one i saw was like honest thief which was 2020 Uh maybe but um no i like i I i just like to i just like to see it they're still bad um yeah He's really signed on with this one director who's just like, we're going to make a factory out of this. And he's not very good. Mm. Anyway, but if you watch Taken versus what he's doing now, like his body like just cannot move in the same way. Like mm. It's just so clear. They're like, all right, Liam, and now here's the part where you roll behind the car. And he like... Leans and then they cut to a stunt double, <laughs> like really. It's literally like a seventies television show. <laughs> so um the fact that Cruz can still do what he's doing is amazing, and and uh, honestly, you're seeing it with Vin too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I sort of don't know how else to put it, but like the dudes are all aging. Mm-hmm. Tyrese. It's looking (laughs) middle-aged. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Uh, Ain't no baby boy no more. Right? (laughs) Ludacris is looking pretty good still. Yeah. Dude works out a lot. He posts a lot of videos of himself working out. He's in very good shape. Mm -hmm. Tyrese posts about zero (laughs) of those. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the last one that I noticed was... um, Keanu Reeves, right? If you think about The Matrix and all the way through the John Wick series, I think when I watched that latest Matrix movie, I was like, ooh, he's having a rough time. Yeah. Totally. Doing the,
0: yeah. Doing, doing the, the Kung parts. Fu shit. Yeah. Absolutely. And I even like Wick three, I was like, like, you, if you, Wick one to Wick three, you can see the stunt guys helping him a lot more in Wick 3 than you can. You know, they're like kind of – they're there's ways stunt guys cover a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can see a lot more in Wick 3 than Wick 1. Mm-hmm. Also, like, let somebody else wake it up, baby. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just get a new Wick in there. Yeah. I don't know. Be good. Um so I don't find I do think you need that period, that fallow period. If you're gonna have longevity, some at some a certain point that fallow period is necessary mm. to sort of build the nostalgia around your your Whatever your brand, your energy, your you, you know. Mm-hmm. By the time MI4 comes out and MI5 comes out, we're sort of in a mode of like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise. Oh, still got, yeah, it. <laughs> still got it. And you know, by the time Wick comes around, you're like, oh, Keanu. It was and Taken was the perfect example of this of like Liam <laughs> doing what? Uh-huh. So but Vin and company have been such a constant presence in our lives for the past fifteen years that we I just feel sour. I'm just like oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys all take 10 years off? And come back as like old people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Make a slow make a slower movie.
0: Oh yeah. Like a western. Like an old fast and furious like <laughs> western movie. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where there's like just one baddie and he's given the town a really hard time. <laughs> and they need to call in a myth they heard of once on the radio.
1: Vin Diesel sitting in a tank top in a darkened room. <gasps> Afternoon sun cuts through the vertical blinds and illuminates him. I don't understand why
0: reactivity. we've never received a phone call from Universal Studios <laughs> <laughs> to come just, like, punch up their scripts. <laughs> we really are coming up – we come up with good shit sometimes.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, um, you have more whatever this movie is called, Hobbs and Shaw shit to talk about? No? Negative. You want to do some shout-outs? great let's do it i have a shout out this week that i i want to be a positive boy this week i want to really i mean i had a crummy day i was in a foul mood but i have a thing i like want to bring some light into my world a little bit um i have recently subscribed to an app a thing i hate doing (laughs) Uh as many listeners will recall um uh, but I did hear about this on – not that we acknowledge other podcasts exist, but I did hear about this on another – on an advertisement from another podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a scri- subscription service called Mubi.com, M-U-B-I. Mubi. Okay. Yeah. And um, they are a, a – a, Collection of independent films. It's a streaming service for independent films and short films and documentary and short documentary. Cool. Um, It is excellent. Like, excellent, excellent. I've only – I really only did it yesterday because I'm trying to sort of write a little bit of a short film and was like, where the fuck can I watch short films? And I had heard about this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, So, I looked to see if there was, like, some on there. There were. I watched a short film yesterday called The Recorder Exam, which was a um, South Korean short film from 2011, which was excellent. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just really looking forward to using this service more. And the thing about it is, you know how Netflix, like, rotates on and off their library? Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't kind of, like, are shitty about it. They don't really tell you, like, when things are leaving sometimes or when things are coming. Yeah. That is built into movie as a feature. They're like, 30 days, you've got – like, we've got these – this movie, it's going to be on here for 30 days. We're adding – We add, they add a movie a day, basically, and they, mm. like, lose a movie a day. So, mm. yeah. It's like everything's in constant rotation. If you don't catch it, okay, maybe it'll come around again. But also – You've got new shit popping up every all the time. I'm just like pumped. I know I sound like I'm reading copy for movie, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sort of parroting copy I've heard elsewhere. But I did try it. It's like awesome.
1: Okay, so hmm. not only does it have uh, interesting content, but it also yeah. has an interface and a kind of like user dynamic that is
0: satisfying. Totally. I searched short film. I like. I was like. They were like browse shorts. Awesome, here Mm -hmm. we go, and uh, uh, yeah, I got the yearly subscription, ends up being about seven bucks a month, which is pretty good.
1: Half the cost of a Netflix subscription these
0: days. Less than half the cost.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. So, um, get on movie, I guess if you're into it. If not, yeah. don't. Who, I don't give a shit. They're not paying me. <laughs> okay,
1: so movie, so movie sounds nice.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I wanted to give a shout out this week to Mario's Auto Body Shop, which is a place where I recently took my car. I'm preparing for a longer drive. I thought it was a
0: Nintendo Switch game for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Mario's Auto Body, although that does kind of sound like a fun game to play. Totally. Uh, this is an actual uh, body shop mechanic on Atlantic Avenue. Um, it came recommended from my upstairs neighbor Sam, um, and I brought it there in advance of a long drive that's coming up. I wanted to make sure my vehicle was roadworthy and just to like understand a little bit more about anything that I, any types of like upcoming maintenance and service that I might have to worry about. Yeah. So Mario was great. Um, his assistants, um, sort of answering the phone, recording all the appointments, were awesome. Uh, Mario, I talked to him for a little bit. He says he has a he had a o um, three Forester, similar to my car. Mm. He said he took it; it's still running to like four hundred thousand miles. Damn, yeah. So he was he really enjoyed uh, looking over my car, and I feel pretty good that uh, he made a assessment on it. And he basically was like, dog. You're good to go here. All right. Yeah. Everything is looking fresh. Nice. All you need to do is get a, a fresh light bulb for your um, license plate. But my dog, you're ready to roll. I Incredible. Like. Yeah. So I had a really good time with him. The place is unassuming. You don't even notice it's, it's there unless you're looking for it. But Mario, great guy. Uh, so I had yeah. a nice experience.
0: You all have all these great experiences with. Mechanics. I've never had a good one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I did ask a mechanic once. He was like, I was like, dollars to nuts. If you had to buy a car today for your family, what would you get? He was like, Toyota Camry. Like, no question. No question. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, buy that fucking car tomorrow. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. uh, like so that's always been my head of like ah when well, it's time to get a sensible vehicle like toyota Camry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i'm glad he loves the forester i'm glad you're loving the forester i <coughs> i often just have rentals so i'm like yeah. running these cars into the ground i don't think about all this stuff you think about which is mm-hmm. i probably should a little bit more um, but my Corolla rental's like running very nice right now. The one nice. I have. Yeah, I got a 22 Corolla. It's like gorgeous. It's gorge.
1: Sedan or hatchback?
0: Sedan. Hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't ever get that hatch. I don't need any room. It's me and my cups of Dunkin' Donuts that I throw on the floor <laughs> when I'm done. That's it. Uh-huh. That's what I need. And I need Apple CarPlay. Right. I just need it. <laughs> <laughs> like I it like fuck. I fucking need it at this point. I can't do anything without it. What's your favorite Apple CarPlay feature? The, like, three split thing where I can have Mm -hmm. the maps, the music, and the, like, mileage on one screen. I'm into it. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: I kind of like the, um, uh,
0: here's where you left your car feature. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um... The talk-to-text features are very good. Mm-hmm. I use it all the time. Uh, Anyway, we're babbling at this point. I got to go eat some food. All right. If you want to uh, tell us what you had for dinner last night, we are on Twitter at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T Podcast. No one likes to tune a podcast on Instagram i forgot all the other ones patreon.com slash no one likes to tune podcast i just posted the transporter no the crank two review episode so i will you can listen to that spoiler alert we didn't like it but we liked it a little more than crank one i think (laughs) Mm. uh but also maybe not um yeah, uh, no one likes to tune a podcast at gmail.com. I haven't checked it in months. 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 Like months. Months. Mm-hmm. So if you sent us an email. uh, Yeah. Anyway. um, And uh, what else? Rate and review. Rate and review. Don't just rate. I don't know. Fuck you. Anyway, I'm getting out of here, Daryl.
1: Uh, we'll do Fast 9 next week.
0: Yeah. Oh, and those uh, the poll will be up on the Patreon, too, for what we do in between her.
1: <laughs> Choose right. wisely.
0: Later, dude. Later.